And it is time for another edition of the Calgary Stampeder Podcast. I'm Dave Rowe. And I'm Jock Wilson. And he is... Danny Austin. Yes, Danny Austin for Post Media joining us, uh, our uh, semi-regular guest here on the Stampeder Podcast. And it is that time of year where we are going to be talking about the pending CFL Awards. It's going to start the process with uh, the votes for the team nominees, then you move to the cut-down list, and then, of course, the finalists uh, are announced in the winner's Grey Cup week. So, uh, Do we'll the Stampeders win any of these awards this year? I, You know, I, I, I've, done, I've done my list, and I think they've got a shot at a couple of them. But uh, it's not going to be. It's certainly not going to be a Stampeder sweep. It's certainly no. not going to be as uh, big a domination as it might have been had the season ended a month ago. I, I'm not sure the Stampeders win any this year, Danny. I I think they should. Um, <laughs> and look, I mean, I'll, I, I don't want to go into it, but defensive player, I just think someone from this team should be rewarded because mm-hmm. the defense has been so much better. Um, and I do think you need to reward team success with individual awards. They are um, still far and away, by record, the best team in the league. You know, Have they been the best team in the league the last couple of weeks? No. It's but a closer now, though. They've had yeah. two bad games defensively, though. Mm-hmm. Two. Um, yeah. So I just, but I, I also am not sure. I think that a certain linebacker in Winnipeg looks like he's probably yeah. and, the and first one there. Yeah, and he's getting a lot of love. This is Adam Big Hill, of course, yeah. that we're talking yeah. about. As I was saying, it's been such a team defense for the Calgary Stampeders. Yeah. I don't think there's been that one dominant player, and, you know, like last year with Alex Singleton. If okay. we're going to get to it, I will make, like, I'll make my argument for defensive, but I, I want to let yeah. you host. Yeah, exactly. But, well, yeah. Well, yeah, let's, start, let's start there, since that's, where, that's what we're talking about. So let's start with, uh, you know, who we think is going to be the, the Stampeder nominee for top defensive player. Uh, I think there's a couple of guys. Uh, I would go, I mean, as you know, Alex Singleton is the obvious choice. And once again, he's you know, leading the league in tackles at this point with a couple of games to go. But there's certainly a case, I think you guys would agree, that you could make for Micah Johnson. You know, the way he's uh, he, he's piled up the sacks. You know, you're never going to be a tackle leader as an inside lineman. It's just, you know, it, it's just not the way the game is played. But, you know, when you look at the sacks, when you look at uh, tackle for loss, when you look at the pressure, pressure, when you just look at the presence that Micah Johnson has, I think you can make a case for him. I think he's so central to everything that the the Stampeders defense does. Um, he is second in the league in sacks right now. I mean, yeah. he, and he's a defensive tackle. That's not supposed to happen. He has so many more responsibilities than a guy like Charleston Hughes does out in Saskatchewan, and that's not a knock on Charleston. He's had a good season, but. Um, for me, Mike is the guy with, I mean, it's one and one A really, right? I mean, Alex yeah. is right there and he has been so, mm-hmm. so good and he is so much fun to watch. I mean, I just, there were a couple he's times. He's just everywhere. He's just everywhere. And, yeah. and like you, the blockers, he, he goes where the blockers aren't to get to the, the runner. It's, it's been amazing. I wouldn't have a problem with either, but I think that Micah's efforts over the last two years deserve to be recognized. And personally, I think that if you were voting strategically, he would have a better chance of winning than Singleton. Mm-hmm. I, I, again, you know, second in the league in stats, uh, second in the league in sacks, I should say. I agree with you guys. I think Micah Johnson is going to be the defensive player of the year for the Calgary uh, Stampeders. I, I don't like, uh, you know, sometimes he takes some bad penalties, uh, some some really bad penalties. And, you know, will that hurt him in the voting? No, I don't think so, because I don't think the national guys, uh, you know, will see that uh, as much. You know, we see it here from a local perspective. And and you're right. You know, I, we haven't mentioned Jameer Thurman. I think Jameer Thurman has had an excellent, he's excellent season here. as well. And he's, um, I, for the record, there's going to be an award coming up. Yeah. Where I, where <laughs> I know where I know where you're going yeah, with this. Yeah. No, I, exactly <laughs> right. So but yeah, but the problem again is if it's either of those guys, you know, you could flip a coin as yeah. you say one and one a. And my question is, do they get out of the West because of all the stroke that out of Big Hills getting yeah. out of Winnipeg? No, and I, I genuinely like this. 
you you spend enough time around football, you realize it's a what have you done for me lately sport. Yeah. Winnipeg's just coming off a big win. Calgary's coming mm-hmm. off a big loss. Right as we're about to do the voting, right. and I think that's going to affect right. um, voters. And I will say that with the penalties, I think you take them with Micah because he plays with emotion. Right. He's yeah. such a, an emotional leader on the field, and is so you do get those. I mean, there are some ones where you don't want them, but you know, it's it's the price you pay for having a guy that dominant. You know, and it's interesting too. Only two guys on defense have uh, started every single game this year, and that's obviously Alex Singleton and Emmanuel Davis. I I don't think Emmanuel Davis is in the conversation, although he's been a surprise on defense. Yeah, he's leading the team in interceptions. So yes, okay, so you know, just moving on. Uh, what do we say? Do we agree, uh, Micah Johnson, our choice for outstanding yeah, defense? Mike is my man. No problem if it's Alex. All okay. right. Unanimous, carried. Let's uh, move on to uh, let's move on to top linemen. I think this one is uh, is also going to be a bit of an easy choice because uh, you know there's only three guys that uh, have you know really been around for the biggest chunk of the season. I mean, Ukonbre Williams played, played every single game. Yeah, Ukonbre yeah. Williams has had has had some issues. Randy Richards not even in the conversation uh, out at the tackle spot. Uh, Spencer Wilson, uh, who you know had such a great year a couple of years ago, has just sort of fallen off the map. Uh, to me, guys, this comes down to Shane Bergman and Derek Dennis, and I think it's going to be Derek Dennis. Again, just because that tackle spot, that's that's where the love is. It's where the tackle comes. That side of the offensive line has been yeah. has been great all year. And, I mean, I was never arguing that Randy Richards should get dropped, but mm-hmm. I did feel like all the pressure that Bo was under was always coming from that, that right-hand side. And uh, Derek Dennis, I mean, credit to him. He's come back. Uh, I, I think that that year in Saskatchewan was obviously difficult for him, and I don't know that any of us had any guarantees, but he's been phenomenal. And the tackle spot, I mean, that's sort of the, I don't know, that's that's the showcase spot on the line, but I do think Shane Bergman's been good this year. Um, and I think he deserves a credit, a lot of credit for that. I, I'm going to go Derek Dennis. I think um, he he is the guy at this point, and he's he seems to be sort of the emotional center of that, of that <laughs> yeah. offensive line too. But with a big thing with Bergman, and I will say that I don't think Spencer Wilson did anything to get pushed off the map. No, it's just, I, yeah, I, I, have, I have a lot of questions about why he was he was dropped. Well, there's a couple, you know, a guy that I, I, you know, I know we're talking about outstanding players, and yes, Derek Dennis, we make it unanimous. Mm-hmm. You know, three guys have started every single game, and that's Brad Erdos, Shane Bergman, and Derek Dennis. So, you know, I think you have to go 1-1-A with Derek Dennis and, and Shane Bergman. But you mentioned Spencer Wilson. You know, I, I talked to some people in the organization when he was named the uh, the outstanding offensive lineman for the Calgary Stampeders. A lot of coaches didn't agree with that decision. You know, they, they thought, you know, he was good, but not, not the dominant player on the offensive line. The guy that I'm really curious about, and since we're uh, getting off topic here for a second, Quinn Smith. This guy went from defense to offense to nowhere. Like, uh, Quinn Smith, I guess, is done with the Calgary Stampeders. Uh, you know, when, when, his, when he's eligible to come off the six-game injured list, I, I think he comes off the roster. But uh, one, one guy I just want to talk about a little bit, though, is, is Shane Bergman. I mean, again, I agree with Derek Dennis is the choice, but I just like to see Bergman get a little bit of love because this is a guy who frankly shouldn't be a starter in the CFL. He was a bit of a, you know, a fringe draft choice and you know, he was sort of forced into being a starter when guys like, you know, Carl Lavoie, you know, Pierre Lavertu, uh, you know, couldn't uh, couldn't stay healthy. So, I'd like Berg to get some love, but uh again, are, are we in agreement? Derek Dennis is our choice for outstanding line. I, mean, I think we're probably going to be in agreement on, 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 on a most of these. these, but yeah, I uh but that's that it's Got to be unanimous. I mean, he's been okay. the best guy this year. Yeah, another one that's uh, going to be real, real easy to uh, to pick. I think is going to be rookie of the year. I mean, there's been some interesting, uh, some interesting choices out there. Uh, Don Jackson. If Don Jackson had been able to stay healthy, I think he's a walk off shot for the Stampeder nominee for rookie, uh, r- rookie of the year. But uh, unfortunately, Don hasn't been able to stay healthy, and that leaves us with uh, with Trey Roberson. Mm-hmm. So for the sake of us not agreeing on absolutely everything, I don't think Don Jackson would have 
he would have knocked off Trey Roberson for really? me for this award. I, I think Trey Roberson has been, with a few notable exceptions. I mean, he's gotten beat a couple times. The Saskatchewan game. The Saskatchewan game. But, I mean, he got beat in the Hamilton game, the very first game of the year. Mm-hmm. He got beaten in the long one. I think he's been beaten sort of once or twice, but he always bounces back. And uh, for me, he's been a revelation. He's a guy who yeah. didn't even play um, DB in, in college, and he's come in in the Canadian game and done this. I... I Look, he's not going to win. Whoever gets this nomination out of the West is not going to win. The, the kicker in Ottawa is, is going to win. The narrative's taking hold. Yeah. Is that, you know, TSN decides a lot of this, and they've decided he's the biggest story of the year, so he's going to win. But I, I really do think Trey, I thought there was going to be a major drop-off, whoever was there, because I think I have so much time for Tommy Campbell, um, and we didn't really see it this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's be honest, guys. There's not a lot of options for this award because <laughs> the Stampeders don't start a lot of rookies, right? So, from that perspective, uh, uh, what Trey Roberson has done at that uh, at that corner position has been has been brilliant. So, uh, I, I I sort of agree with you, Donnie Jackson. I I've been impressed, but I haven't been totally wowed, you know, because I think he's been real good at times, and then he's been really average at times, and, you know, obviously I, I don't think he's the best blocker uh, back there as well, so I, I'm not sure if he would have played all uh, uh, every single game, he'd be, in the, he'd be in the hunt as well. I think it's much tougher to play you know, that, uh, that corner position. I, I, I just don't think you can overstate what an achievement it is to come in and start at cornerback in your rookie year in the Canadian Football League, but From day one. as you say, I mean, yeah. again, this, this goes back to the Adam Big Hill debate. It's just, you know, who's the guy who's getting all the love right now? Yep. And it's you know, and it's the kicker. I mean, you know, yeah. hey, great, great on yeah. him. Yeah. You know, it's and, uh, I, and I, I will also. I mean, I, I, to go back, I love Don Jackson. I, he's probably my favorite person to talk to on the team. Mm-hmm. I find him hilarious. Um, I think he's been great. Um, I just, I, I think Trey's that Trey's that good. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, you know, so uh, we're we're looking at Trey at Trey, Trey Roberson, but we don't think he's going to win the award. So just I, I want to double back uh, just to our outstanding lineman choice with Derek Dennis. And what do you think? How far does he go? Is he a finalist? Because you know I think he's going to be up against in the West guys like you know Sook Chung and Stanley Bryant, you know, and the former Stampeder out of, uh, out of out of Winnipeg. That, that's this is always the toughest one to pick. I think it's one of those awards where we tend to vote. Look, I mean, I will vote for MOP and, and most defensive player based on what I what I think. But this one, I'm probably going to vote for the offensive lineman because I know nobody in Winnipeg or Saskatchewan is actually watching our offensive line. So it mm-hmm, tends right. to be whoever comes in on the national level at the end. And you I, you I have think, to talk to coaches from other towns if you're going to get a reasonable appraisal of a exactly. But, but this is one where yeah, this is one where genuinely I, I think it'll just come down to a couple of the national reporters. Probably based on a TSN yeah. making the decision. Well, and Sean, I think Darren Sean Devin, McEwen in Toronto, even though they're they're a bad team. Again, you know, I'm wearing my Dino goggles here, but I, but Sean McEwen has been a, a standout on a yeah. bad football team. I think Derek Dennis will win. I think he's a I think he's a big name. Uh, I think that someone on the St. Peter's team has to be rewarded um, mm-hmm. for something. I, I you think, think he'll win overall. Yeah, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. The offensive line's been good. I mean, they haven't allowed that many sacks. Mm-hmm. He. He's a good story coming back from Sask, making it work. I, it, it's this team thing. isn't in first place because of their offensive line, though, Danny. No, but they're in first place because of their defense, and they're probably not going to win that. <laughs> so, <laughs> vote strategic. So, yeah, yeah, you have to. Again, yeah, there is, and let's face it, there is some strategic voting. It's like, well, gosh, the Stampeders had the best record in the league, and you know, we got to give them something. Okay, how about let's move on to special teams here? And I think this is, this is a really interesting debate. As far as the Calgary Stampeders mm-hmm. go, because uh, you know there, there's it's kickers and returners that generally get the love, but I think this year we can make a big case for cover guys on the Calgary Stampeders. For me, I I don't even this is probably not fair, and like if fans criticize me, whatever. I think Jameer Thurman deserves to be rewarded because he's played mm-hmm. 
pretty much every snap on defense, pretty much every snap on special teams. He's very close to the league lead in terms of special teams tackles. Yep. So he's been phenomenal. I think Winton McManus is Winton currently McManus leading the team. McManus passed him, but Winton yeah. wasn't in the first couple of games. No, and like, hey, Winton. So. Winton's been great. But I, for me, I'd like to reward the player who's done the most for this team. And I think Jameer has been phenomenal. And I think probably special teams is why he gets himself a contract somewhere a little further south than here uh, <laughs> next season. But for me, it's, I, I just like to see Jameer Thurman um, just, just, just get a little bit of love nationally. And I think he deserves it. And I think he's a perfectly fine um, candidate because there's not another obvious guy. I, yeah. I go back to my game notes, and Greg Peterson selects the four stars of the game after every game. Wynton McManus actually had more game stars than uh, uh, than Jameer Thurman, which is mm-hmm. interesting. And this is this is from uh, you know Greg, Greg. So I, that that's why I think Wynton is going to get some some love locally. But you know, is he does he have is he going to beat out um, you know Jameer? Probably not. But Wynton McManus did have more stars of the game just on our broadcast here on 770 CHQR. I want to give an honorable mention to Rob Maver too because I, I think the Kicks offense to the spot. I think I think you know special teams have been you know okay for this team this year. I don't think the offense has been clicking in all cylinders, and I think their punting game has been you know probably the best in the uh, in the league. Yeah, if you look at Rob's net punt number, yeah. uh, net punt numbers. That's what you want, you know. You don't want the the big the big sexy leg. And Rob delivers consistently, putting the ball on the spot so the cover team could be yeah. in uh, in in the right spot. And he's also pretty good at killing the ball uh, inside the twenty yard line when he gets the opportunity. But yeah. you know, I, I'm going to go back to Jameer Thurman as well. And and part of it, I mean, you know, I know this isn't necessarily the right thing to do, but it's sort of a combination of his work on defense and his work on special teams. Right. I, I just I want to put his name on something. Yeah, and and that's how I feel. I will say with Maver, I mean, there's since. Other teams get to do the what have you done for me lately. That's a Saskatchewan game. Saskatchewan game. Mm-hmm. Literally, I laughed twice at his punts because the Saskatchewan returner decided not to field them. Right. And I was like, you can't do that against Rob Maver. And he pinned them right back. Yeah. And, and I mean, they were perfect How punts. did he get backspin on those balls? I, don't, yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> if he could do that in golf, he'd be exactly. <laughs> And I mean, look, I mean, there's maybe there's something to be said there. But for me, Jameer Thurman has been one of the best players on this team, full stop. And he's had a whole huge role on special teams, so why not reward him? Yeah. Okay, Jameer Thurman. Does he win? No. Ottawa kicker. Uh, unfortunately, <sighs> Ottawa kicker could uh, win a couple of awards. Top Canadian. Top Canadian for the Calgary Stampeders. For me, hey, there, there's one Canadian that won the Defensive Player of the Year award last year, and and obviously he is still, you know, the the butter that you know breads the toast here in in Calgary. And you know, let's let's. That's the worst <laughs> mixed metaphor of all time. <laughs> Breads the toast. I was trying to think of something. <laughs> so anyway, Alex Singleton uh, for me, without a doubt. You know, the, the guy has so many defensive tackles. It's uh, it's all good. And and for me, I, I wanted to give a little bit of love to, for Juwan Breskison. You know, doesn't have the sexy numbers like a Brad Sinopoli or anything like that. Yep. But he's just a big tree, a big target. Um, he's had you know last couple of games maybe not not his best, but I think he's been you know a real real nice addition. He said you know in his third season, he said a, he's a little bit of a breakout year for the Calgary Stampeders. As the butter, the bread, the toast of this <laughs> podcast. Um, I want to see that in a Danny Austin <laughs> column. <laughs> I can get it in there. What was that? What was it? You had wheels upon wheels I got, last year. Uh, so. Wheels on wheels, wheels not on upon. Wheels. That's, the, that's the old English way yeah. of saying wheels on wheels. Um, look, it's probably going to be Singleton. I, I feel a little bit gross doing it, but I mean, he he does qualify as Canadian, so that's mm-hmm. what it's going to be. Yeah, it's, um, Unless they change the rules, he's a Canadian. Yeah, so it, it sort of has to be him. I, I think Tunde Adelike uh, mm-hmm. deserves a little bit of love mm-hmm. as well. Breskison would be another guy. I mean, yeah. I can't really, like, 
Breskison's been the nice surprise, right? So the nice like narrative, mm-hmm. maybe not surprise. I mean, he's yeah. he, we knew he was a talented guy, but uh, I mean, if you look at his numbers from a receiver, he's no. a he's a very good. He's a good receiver, whereas Alex Singleton's probably the best linebacker. Yeah, we'll league. say we we in Calgary yeah. know what Jawan Breskison yeah. has done, especially since you know the rest of the receiving core got injured. But you know, are there enough numbers there to justify a, an Sing- outstanding nomination? No. Singleton's the one putting up yeah. league best numbers. There's mm-hmm. no one else yeah. doing that. I do think Sunday when he's in is so good, but you know the. I don't know if the but, numbers. But does Alex even get out of the West because of Andrew Harris? No, it's Andrew. Harris. No, he doesn't. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Andrew <laughs> Harris, and then Andrew Harris loses to Brad Sadopoli hmm. because uh, you know, Sinopoli's having an outstanding year in Ottawa, and you know, yeah. and, and again, there's just uh, that uh, a little bit, a uh, little bit bigger of a light getting shone on that on that part of the country, and that leaves us. Well, uh, I also will say that, as far as individual performances go, both Big Hill and um, and Harris have been phenomenal yes, this yeah. year. They haven't been. They've been part of a very. I'm not saying it's. Team. I'm not yeah. saying they're bad choices. Yeah. None at all. It just it, it sort of is crazy. I mean, look, if the Stampeders had wrapped up the West two weeks ago and when when they had the chance, mm-hmm. we might be having a different conversation. I agree. Um, I agree. But they didn't, so it's hard to say that they are so far ahead of the rest of the pack when. You know, I might have to cancel my trip to New York next week. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Danny. <laughs> and, all right, so let's move on to the, uh, I think this is probably going to be a fairly short conversation, but uh, most outstanding player. Most outstanding player. Wow. A couple of weeks ago, it was a slam dunk. I I don't know if it's uh, if Bo Levi Mitchell anymore. I, I, think, I think Bo has really been... Average this year, and 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 I, and I say that knowing I got you got the win percentage, as you said earlier, Danny. I think I think defense has been the bread that usually gets the butter. I'm say the straw that stirs the drink, Jock. The straw that stirs the drink. So I'm going to go with Bo Levi Mitchell, but with an asterisk because I want to see the last two games and I want to see much better Bo Levi Mitchell. Yep. But because we have to vote now, um, I, I've got to go with Bo. But I tell you what, I think I I, I I think Micah Johnson should be in the conversation. Yeah, I I, I that was going to be my big twist on this. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but I mean, it's it's interesting. Probably about a month ago, even less, maybe three weeks. I wrote on Twitter. I was like, "Look, Bo's argument is that with all these receivers going down, there has not been a drop off. Mm-hmm. We saw a drop off with Riley when he lost one of his top guys. Yeah, and Bo had it time after time after time." And then there was a drop off, so I can't make that 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 firm argument for him being the league's MOP. I don't know who wins this year. Uh, yeah. I think uh, Mazzoli. In, in my books, I think Mazzoli's going to win it. Mazzoli's going to get some love. Andrew Harris could uh, a- Andrew Harris could get some love as a Canadian coming yeah. out of uh, coming out of the West. And it's just there were all these arguments a couple of weeks ago, like when mm. in the Labor Day replay when they actually needed Bo to huck the ball, he put up almost 500 yards. So yeah. the, you know, you know, I do. He still belu- leads the league in touchdown passes. Yep. And, yeah, and that's and that's with. A and, decimated receiver. And it's Does hard he to league pick sixes too. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> but I think it's genuinely difficult. That's a problem. Here are things we know. Marky Thambles would not have probably gotten into this lineup until mm-hmm. you know the final game of the season. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. And if if the injuries hadn't happened, Eric Rogers didn't have a training camp. Still, that's still not like he he's not at full fitness. Hasn't been able to do everything. Um, yeah. Bakari Grant hasn't been here. Chris Matthews hasn't been here. The task that Bo is dealing that. Like the hand he's being dealt is nearly impossible, and I, mm-hmm. I don't know that he's playing badly so much as it's really hard when other teams are peaking because it's October and you're building something from scratch. I, this isn't touch football. You're not just finding the open guy. 
the yeah, system. I, I was talking to Bo last week, and he says it comes down to, you know, because it's not just running a route. It's not just, you know, 10 yards and turn left. He says there's the little nuances, the little, you know, these, you know, the the, the unspoken communication between receivers. You know, a receiver, you know, like a Devaris Daniels knows where exactly where Bo wants him on on any given yeah. play. You got to build that. You can't just yeah. make it happen in the film. And I, I I think that people hear that and they're like, okay, but you're still not putting up the numbers, and that's yeah. not fair to him. I also don't think Lamar Durant's been particularly good this no, year. No. And Lamar's a guy who should be the reliable target if you look at yeah. you Lamar know, Durant is why Anthony Parker's wearing he, a BC Lions uniform. Exactly. And like, what might Anthony Parker have done if he'd, he'd been here all season with this team, mm-hmm. given what they needed him for? I just, it's hard for me to make the argument for Bo as league MOP when the numbers aren't there. But I also understand why the numbers can't be there and that he's sort yeah, of the but even, one. But even yeah. when they had all their players going, their red zone offense or green zone offense has been awful this year. He leads the league in, in touchdowns. I, I know, but the reds, have you checked the red zone offense? It's, it's, it's not very good. And I just, I'm just going, what's, there's something, something missing this year. Okay. You know? But so, is he, but, but again, we're, we're talking about the team. Is he the MOP nominee for this team? <sighs> I know you. I, I know you. You really want to go with Micah. <laughs> I, I do. I do. Uh-huh. Um, okay, I'm going to go with Bo. Okay, so get it. So you- <laughs> I'm going to go with Bo, but I will yeah. be honest with you that I'm going to go have conversations this week with the coaching staff and and really hear what they say. I know yeah. what Dave's going to say. Mm-hmm. Presumably, yeah. Dave is going to say vote Bo's vote, the guy vote for Bo. Bo. Yeah. But I, I I'd like to genuinely hear because there are things on the defensive line that I don't see. There are things in the locker room in terms yeah. of leadership that, and. This defense for a long time, if you cut out really two games this season, I mean, their their numbers are incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it would be really nice to reward a defensive player, and particularly a defensive lineman, when they never get that love. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's so hard. I mean, you know, Solomon uh, Elamimian uh, won it, uh, you know, the one year. And that was, you know, that was just such a, you know, such an outside-the-box year. So, again, I think we're pretty much in consensus on, uh, on all of our choices here. I also think we're pretty much in consensus. I'll uh, say... I, I'll vote Micah. I'll just so okay. we don't have a perfect consensus. I'll vote Micah. I okay, yeah. fair okay. enough. And you know, after I, making the case, defending Bo. For, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I think the uh, and, and I think uh, I think you guys will agree with me. Uh, again, we've got our nominees, and I think if anyone is going to win an award out of the Stampeders, Derek Dennis. Yeah, he's probably the best choice. Or yeah, I mean, Jameer, we don't think now. Yeah. No, it's. I don't know. It, it, it's tough because uh, the offensive line is just you. You got to talk to the coaches. You got to. I, I, I've never played the game, so it's it's so tough. And do I really watch the offensive linemen? No, I don't. Yeah. So I've got to talk to the coaches. Can I also to be clear that, like when I say I just felt bad my last time on the mic, I was like, I'll vote for Micah. I'll vote within the context of this conversation. <laughs> that does not. <laughs> I'm probably voting for Bo. <laughs> Uh, fair enough. I'm the probably voting on choice. the quarterback for the best team. That's okay. generally my my rule. And hey guys, uh, thanks a lot for this. This is a whole lot of fun. Cheers, Danny Austin for Post Media, Jock Wilson from wherever Jock Wilson is from, and me, Dave Rowe. Uh, this is the another edition of the Stampeder Podcast. We drop a new one every Thursday. Check it out: Apple Podcast, Google Play, Tune In. Also, download it from the website. Take some time, rate us, let us know what you think. Tell a friend if you like what you're hearing, and uh, also just drop an idea because we got a lot of these to do, and we're always looking for new ideas. Thanks again for joining us on the Stampeder Podcast.